This Is My Autism and Me, the podcast by Alfie Blanchflower. Hi there, my name is Alfie Blanchflower and welcome to my podcast, My Autism and Me. From episode 2 and the rest of series 1, I'm going to tell you about what I can remember autism related so far in my life. In this episode, I'm going to go over how I've coped in lockdown and towards the end I'm going to give tips for parents or family of an autistic person. So, starting off with lockdown 1, I actually really enjoyed it. Because of my autism, I didn't mind staying at home and not having to communicate with others. At this point, I should probably mention that I also have anxiety. It'll seem more relevant in a few seconds. For those first four months of lockdown, my anxiety was pretty much gone and so was the worst of my autism. The worst being getting scared to communicate with other people. That bit that still shone through, being the fidgeting, not being able to stay still, etc. Moving into lockdown 2, it didn't really seem like a lockdown. Schools were still open, so my life had pretty much continued as normal. At this point, I should probably mention that in the winter, I don't go outside that much. This one is a lot harder than the others. I think everyone is finding this one harder though, it being the winter so we can't go in our back gardens. I do like the indoors, probably a bit too much, but even I'm finding this lockdown quite tricky. I think it's because of other than last year, my brain thinks that when I'm at home and not at school, it's a holiday. This means that doing the online classes feels quite weird. I do have fidget toys to help me cope, both a fidget spinner and a fidget cube. At school, my support is amazing, both for autism and anxiety. Before the current lockdown in the UK with schools closed, the school was set into areas for years, meaning my year had our own area and the teachers would come to us. As well as that, I had a different timetable than most other students. Unlike everyone else, I would arrive at the school at 8 in the morning and go to the RAS, Rising Achievement Support, room with my year group's pastoral support person. I would then go on a Chromebook, check my emails and make sure I had completed all of my homework. Then form time would come round and I would go to my form. I'm very lucky in that I have a very nice form tutor who would help me whenever needed. After form, I would then either go to the next lesson or return to the RAS room depending on what lesson I have. Before lockdown, I had crack English maths science and history and those were the only lessons I would do in person. Other than that, I would be in the RAS room doing my work on a Chromebook. I feel as though this definitely helps with my panic attacks and my anxiety in general. Now, I can't think of anything else to mention so I'm just going to get to parent tips. Please note that I'm not a professional and I'm just basing this on what I think could be done to improve. My first tip of the day would be to find a school that has good history with special needs children. I was lucky with my school, as when looking for a school, the other one that we rang said I could have two minutes out of the classroom or detention, so definitely avoid those ones. Another tip would be not to attempt to ignore your child's mental illness. It's probably one of the worst things you can do. This would mean that it's not getting the attention needed and your child may not get the support they require. My third tip is more on the anxiety side of things. If your child is having a panic attack at somewhere like a school, don't leave them and walk away. This happened to me before and just made me feel worse. You need to attempt to communicate with your child and ask if there's anything you can do to help. 
In most cases with a panic attack, your child will say, I don't know. Unless they do specifically say no, then there is something that you could do. I know that this doesn't make things much easier, but you could at least go over things that you think may help. This then leads me on to my final tip, don't give options. For both an autistic or an anxious person, you shouldn't ask them if they want option A or option B. You should say, do you want option A? And only if they say no, then offer option B. Even just something as simple as do you want water or milk can be confusing and feel tricky to answer for some people. In this case, you would say, do you want some water? And then if they say no, offer the milk. And that's it for this week. I hope to see you in episode two where I will go over my nursery, reception and year one years. Hopefully that podcast will also be a bit longer than about the four minutes that this one is. Thanks for listening and I'll see you then. Bye. You have been listening to My Autism and Me, the podcast by Alfie Blanchflower. Flower.